to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week is our Imbolc episode. That's I-M-B-O-L-C, or one of the first Sabbats welcoming back the light. In this episode, we're talking about the Sabbat that comes up on February 2nd, or 1st or 2nd, of 2021, but it's typically the first or second of every single year. That's in the Northern Hemisphere. The corresponding Southern Hemisphere Sabbat would be Lamas, and we will do a Lamas episode when it's our Lamas. This Sabbat is traditionally celebrated about a moon or so from the last of our 12-night celebrations and is closely tied to the Celtic deity who was co-opted into sainthood by the Christians, St. Brigid or Bridget. I feel like this is an often overlooked sabbat, uh, but in the past we've done a small feast and candle lighting ceremony to welcome back the light. This is a celebration of the return of the light and welcoming spring because we are now officially halfway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. Yay! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I'm like, woo! green things. Many rituals and activities around this day are focused on the cleaning of your space, both physically and spiritually. We clean cobwebs from our home, and we also need to clean them from our spiritual houses, whatever that may be. But before we get too deep into Imbolc, let's talk about the primary deity of this Sabbat. Brigid. Brigid was a member or is a member of the Tuatha which is the Irish the original Irish, yeah. if you will. Very, very ancient Celtic, specifically Irish deity. She's a deity of many things, such as medicine, blacksmithing, poetry, arts and crafts, sacred wells, and of course, infertility. <laughs> she owned, in so much as one, as deities own or sacred things are owned, two oxen of such renown that they were, that they were named, and there is still a place name in their honor. She was also the king of the, she also owned the king of the boars and the king of the sheep, which shows her deep connection with domesticated animals and thus her connection with the land. Her association with spring and light is shown in the fact that even when she was subsumed by Christianity, a sacred flame in her honor was kept by 19 nuns at Kildare up until about the turn of the 19th century. Yeah, and they're doing it again. I saw one that they organized between um, pagans and the nuns, and they did uh, 20 days, like, no, they do 19 days, and then the 20th. I love that. I love that. They, they organized it together, which I thought was really cool. So we use Imbolc to welcome in this usher in the spring, to welcome back the longer days, and welcome new livestock. This is a pretty big and busy agricultural time if you have cow or sheep or pigs. Especially this sheep. Was when I worked the cattle ranch, this was our calving season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you ready the fields and get your seeds ready to be planted when it's warm enough. One of the ways to honor in bulk would be to plot out your own planting space if you garden. Plant your seeds. Always remember to check your locate your your location and the regional suggestions because they ver- they can vary widely. So and I, I remember this time of year my mother would take over the entire dining room both her little seed packs or seed trays oh my goodness so many and one year because she decided one year because of course she did that she was going to plant 
as much of the garden space that she had, it was all going to be vegetables. And so the entire dining room was seed trays, the entire kitchen net area that like the eat-in breakfast nook, mm-hmm. seed trays, the laundry room, seed trays, a great deal of in bulk focuses on cleaning. That fresh start by airing out things we no longer need. To help with this, I kind of want to talk a little bit about magical cleaners, like actual physical things you can use. <laughs> There's a Lots of recipes out there for homemade cleaning supplies, and I use a lot of them in my daily life. Like, I'm the person, I make my own deodorant, I make my own laundry soap, I make my own window cleaner, you you name it, I've made it at one point. My favorite cleaner is a very simple recipe of apple cider vinegar in a jar that is just stuffed with orange peels. Mm. So that, that orange oil is stripped out of the orange peel and into the vinegar. It's ideal for most situations that require a wipe down. I do like to add some essential oils sometimes like rosemary for an antiviral, antibacterial clean. Eucalyptus if I need to open up my airways or I really like eucalyptus in the bathroom for some reason and I I don't know if that's just a me thing or if there's like some connection I haven't sorted out in my head. I just fill the jar with orange peels as I peel oranges and then fill the jar to cover them with the apple cider vinegar. And then when the jar is full, I let it sit another however long. And then eventually I strain it and put it in a spray bottle and just use it like I would any other spray cleaner. Is there, um, because I use a lot of vinegar Mm -hmm. um, and then sometimes that soap but is there a reason that apple cider vinegar is better than like white distilled? I am sure that there is. For me, I find it less harsh, mm. but still as effective. And it also doesn't have the vinegary smell. The smell seems to dissipate faster. Mm, okay. So for me, it is a personal preference. There may be some scientific reason that one is better than the other, but I just prefer apple cider yes. vinegar. Another basic recipe that is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite go-tos is my mock Febreze to, you know, freshen up any of your soft soft surfaces to make your house smell nice and fresh. Mm -hmm. All you need is a spray bottle, your favorite essential oil scents, and cheap vodka. And when I say cheap, I mean, you can go with... (laughs) The cheapest... (laughs) Yeah, gut rot. You could do that. Um... We're not drinking this. The reason we use vodka instead of, say, isopropyl alcohol is because the oils are going to integrate nicely into the vodka, Mm. and um, but the vodka is going to evaporate and not stain. You're not even going to know that you sprayed it on there. So cheap, 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 cheap vodka. I actually have vodka I use that the bottle I've written across it, cleaning vodka, not <laughs> drinking vodka. Yes. <laughs> Just in case anybody comes to, into my house and is like, I need some vodka. Not that stuff. You don't want that stuff. <laughs> so it's vodka into the spray bottle and essential oils into the spray bottle to your liking. And then I just use it to spray down whatever soft surfaces, like a nice hit of lavender to sleep. Yeah tea tree oil if you're having some problems with fleas, um, rosemary and chilies. 
to shoo away any unwanted guests like really and because you can scale it because you're just it's vodka in the spray bottle and essential oil to the scent that you like mm -hmm. yep. you could literally do this to take to your office oh, nice. in your purse or in your car or you know because it's not carton around a big spray bottle all the time mm -hmm. you can take a little yeah, mister a little, yeah a little glass bottle i saw where they were talking about um uh, in Bach, you should um do your front door mm -hmm. because the front the doorway is between the two worlds or the mm -hmm. it's interesting so I thought maybe that's something i'll add on this year since i am taking it up about 10 levels <laughs> <laughs> right so before we get into our next section I want to bring up a new feature at Lunar Magic Tea Time called our Spotlight. And so our goal at Lunar Magic Tea Time has always been to create a community and to uplift creators and other magical persons in, in whatever ways we can uplift those people. Specifically, we want to um, highlight and spotlight creators, content makers, magic users from all walks of life but specifically we want to focus on creators who are not as well known and i am beyond honored like i'm thrilled our first spotlight is melissa Sues with temperance consulting and media lcc when you go to our uh when you go to our website www.lunarmagicteatime.com. You can go to the spotlight section and you can see where we have uh, a written biography of Melissa who makes the most wonderful botanical witchy concoctions. Oh, they're, amazing. they're so amazing. She's a psychic reader who's, we've both had readings from Melissa. Yes, we have. <laughs> and they have both been amazing. She is, she is very, very good at what she does. So her Etsy shop is Temperance Home Bar and her blog is The Flood Witch. It's floodwitch.com, spelled just like it sounds. She is a magnificent psychic and I really encourage you to check out her stuff. She will be launching on Embolk. Um, and I could not be more excited to introduce more people to Melissa's work. Check out our webpage. Oh my goodness. She, she sent me a psychic, it was to help open up stuff. She sent it in a package. Oh my goodness. It was amazing. Blew my mind. But also her readings. If you can get a reading from her through her Etsy shop, I highly highly recommend it both had you've had two and i or you had three i've had two i think i'm waiting on my third i don't know i just i just bought it like the, like a day or two ago because i was just i was like wait a minute i need another reading i have stuff going on yes you do that brings us into the crafts that you can do for so a traditional craft is a brigand corn dolly very old custom of making a doll a corn doll a doll out of corn husks wow that got weird um, <laughs> it, to be placed in the bride's bed it's supposed to bring fertility you're you're supposed to make this corn doll and welcome and decorate her and honor her if you made a corn mother at Lamas, you can simply reuse it if that's what you want to do 
um, dress, dress it as a bride in colors of white, red, and or gold. You could, and this is basically your harvest, quote, crone transforming herself into the maiden. And we actually did this, our first uh, Zoom craft event. We had all the supplies and we both made our doll. Going dolly. It was so fun. It was fun. We'll have to, we'll do this more. Maybe the next time we'll um, record it. We'll see. That would be fun. That would be fun. So for the corn dolly, you can make a brigand's bed. And what's that used for? To show hospitality and to encourage the goddess to spend the night in your home, which will bring fertility in whatever sense you need it to mean into your home. So it should go by your traditional hearth fire. Um, so in a modern sense that like by your stove, out of harm's way, but by your stove, that kind of thing. You're asking her symbolically to bring her powers of fertility and blessing to your family home all year long. It can be a pretty wooden bed, it can be a cardboard box, a wicker basket, just basically anything to hold the corn dolly, which I did not do. I just put my corn dolly on my thing. Okay. Looking over everything else. Right. Brigid's crosses are a form of woven straw or rushes that symbolize the sun and are used as talismans to talisman. I do not like that word. To bring fertility, prosperity, and protection to the home. They typically be created at Candlemas and hung on the door near the hearth or under the eaves or in the barn to bring luck and production. Yeah, I actually bought one and it was made in Ireland, which I thought was pretty cool. So it's actually hanging above my Bridget altar right now. I did take this this sabbat up about 10 notches compared to last year. You you just came out of the gate and I, I've just been like, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> In my defense, I'm also trying to move, so, yes. you know. So why? In, in, in my defense, I've had some stuff. <laughs> That's some stuff going on. Yes, you Around this time of year, uh, it would be traditional to burn the Yule greens, the evergreens that you hung up and decorated uh, your home for Yule mm -hmm. are going to be gathered and burned by, um, by Condomas. That's this, this time of year. It's traditionally Catholicly called Candomas. Um, it's a symbolic way of letting the old, letting go of the old year and making new way for a new one. I gave you some and mm -hmm. then um, off my wreath. I'm going to see, I don't know how dry it is, but I thought, well, I still have this huge wreath that I just took off the front door. So I might try using that. Actually, it's still holding up pretty well. Um, oh, that's why I was surprised. I have a, a friend who took her Yule evergreens from one year and bound them into bundles to use in cleansings and it's her um it's her evergreens that were locally grown and roses from her from her yard nice i still have it i'm going to use it to cleanse my new place nice. the colors for this season are red and white and sometimes blue and silver white symbolizes the snow red symbolizes the heart flat Fire, red and white may also symbolize the used birthing blood on the snow because it's a very, because it, like I said earlier, it's, this is when the birthing season for both 
lambs and calves. White is the color of the maiden goddess and red is the color of the mother goddess. White is, stands for purity, red for courage. The blue and the silver, blue symbolizes often peace and comfort. Silver is going to symbolize in some way the return of the light. Yeah, I like that. Excellent um, other symbols, I'm sorry, are springs and wells. So if you have a source like that that you personally use, like if the weather wasn't garbage, I would say we would go to that one place. Yeah. You know the one with the grandma tree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's weather and cold. Right. No, it's too cold. No. Um, tossing coins into, the, into wells or springs or fountains or any running water as an offer to the goddess Brigid, um is a very good thing to do this time of year, especially that night. Yeah. If you live right by the wetlands, but I probably get fined. <laughs> You probably see me doing it. So maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about the coast. So <laughs> herbs. So traditionally the herbs for this year, or this year, this Sabbat, are angelica, basil, bay laurel, blackberry, celandine, coltsfoot, heather, iris, myrrh, snowdrops, tansy, violets, and any and all white or yellow flowers. Okay. Maybe I'll put my uh, aroma, my <laughs> aroma therapy machine and put some myrrh and mm. basil smell. I haven't think about that. Oh, I guess that would fall under incense, though. Incense. Well, I, there's a lot of crossover, I think, often between herbs and incense because you can, you know, use herbs to make the incense. Yeah. If you do a loose a loose burn. Incense for this time of year is basil, myrrh, frankincense, wisteria, jasmine, camphor, cinnamon, and lotus. I would love to smell some wisteria incense. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Trying to decide if any of those would, I have a lot of essential oils in those, how they would mix. And stones. Love myself some stones. <laughs> Um, so the stones are amethyst, bloodstone, garnet, onyx, ruby, or tur- and or turquoise. You see a lot of the red yeah. symbolizing Bridget, Brigid. Onyx is really, onyx for me is, is actually a stone of the home. I don't know why, but it is. That's just what I associate it with. So and the colors we've talked about. So right, red, pink, yellow. I throw in blue and silver because and I threw in purple because purple. Again, and we I swear we say it every episode. There's no wrong way to witch if you if you feel like a color belongs on your altar, slap that sucker on there. Right. She won't care. <laughs> so um thought I'd take a little bit to talk about what I did this year. Um, I, as I always do, I'm surfing Pinterest and I saw someone that had um, a bowl with sand. Actually, I'm trying to think of it was sand or something else, but me, you know, always has to go to sand, being the sea. So I got a 10 inch bowl and I filled it with white sand and then drew my, I always say it wrong, trifecta, the symbol, what's that? Tri- tricare? Is that simple? Anyway, <laughs> you can check out our webpage and see it. So I drew that in red with red sand. And I couldn't find red candles. I get something in my mind and then I can't 
find what I want. So I took white candles and melted red candle wax on top and then sprinkled, um, there was red coral stones on top of it. Um, so that's gonna be representing my fire festival um, in Buck. And then Kristen gave me the idea with the U log, I might have the first ever Nimbach log. Pretty sure. Could it's be. so pretty. And yeah, so it has pink and white um, flowers and some little bit of purple. And I changed the crisps color candles to gold and silver. Um, as we talked already, I put the bridges cross over my altar. I'm gonna do my spring cleaning and physically cleaning this weekend. But because I've read numerous places now that Morgan might be the mother of Bridget, my Morgan statue is on there, my corn dolly. I have a crow and my little cauldron and cellulite and my moonstone, because, sorry, it has to go on there. What else do I have? I have a picture of the goddess we drew, man, two or three years ago, the painting of it. Oh my God, it's been forever. And the moon's above it, so... Um, and then I did silver paper and then red um, tablecloth. So I definitely took, well, I took the altar up so much that I had to buy another <laughs> storage cube to put it on because my whole wall is now taken up with this. So anyway, I thought it was really interesting that the Morgan might be the Bridges mother because they're both um, described as triple goddesses too. And then they also said something about, you probably remember this, that Bridget would only drink milk from a, Certain cow, and they thought that was represented probably one of the cows she owned. They were tying that back to her anyway. So that's my got the law. You got that? Yep, it's probably the biggest altar I've ever done for one. It's gorgeous, and I am it's so beautiful. I will put up pictures with our um, notes and that. So, and then the other thing I did because red, white, and black. Do you remember the cord magic I did last yes. year? Yes. Yes. That's a necklace for my corn dolly. <gasps> oh, that's genius. Yeah. I was like, oh, I love that. And then um, the crow, it's a candle holder, has my, um, and I always forget, what's the black stone? It's just solid black. Is that, that's not onyx. What is that? I don't know. Oh, that's gorgeous. That's awesome. That's for Christmas. Anyway, that is sitting in the crow. And my mini cauldrons over there because my, oh, I didn't, my mini cauldron. It's going to have a glass bowl of either Kerrygold butter, because Irish butter, what else would I put in for her? Or in, um, maybe some cream around it for offering for her. So I thought instead of putting it right in my cauldron, I'm going to put a little glass bowl and put it in there. Because, and I'll probably get fairies. My, I mean. But that would make sense because. Are you sure you don't already have fairies? I'm pretty sure I do. They've been, oh, knock on wood. <laughs> Um, they've been pretty quiet lately, I would, but then like we've talked about, I think a couple months ago, it's not like I'm traveling and notice if they take my jewelry and put it back. Yes, right. I hardly ever wear jewelry anymore. Let's be honest, half the day is a struggle just to get dressed. Like, why? Anyway. And I regret so, every moment of it. We do check out our webpage because we are, do we have our spotlight page? And then um, the page that had the 12 days of Yule is now going to be the Sabbath page and we'll Kristen and I will post pictures of what we did and um, I put notes here from the show too. I will put up on the, that new, the page is now going to be the uh, Sabbath page. 
that's exciting. There's some changes coming and they're very good and very wonderful. And I'm very excited. So be sure to check out thefloodwitch.com. Yes. Uh, so that's floodwitch.com. You can find us at lunarmagicteatime.com. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can join our Facebook group. You can listen to the podcast, The Lunar Magic Tea Time, at iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play. And we just got picked up by someone else, and I don't remember Over who the they are. So that's awesome. So go us, I guess. And then go us if, for um, sure. We talked about Melissa's um, readings. If someone wanted to purchase one of her readings, where would they go? Etsy you or? would go to you would go to Etsy and you would look up Temperance Home Bar, Home and Bar, and you can find all sorts of magical, wonderful, amazing things. Temperance Home and Bar, and I think that's it. That's it. As always, um, we wish you good health and have a magical day. Bye.